This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania state-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And we start the show this morning, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with a big, rousing round of applause for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, and all of the listeners from around the Delaware Valley, David and Karen and Brett, as you know, being on a radio station like Talk Radio 1210 WPHT comes with a certain amount of expectation, and there's a litmus test in the market um, called Arbitron, and the ratings on Each hour uh, of the radio station are rated, and the February ratings are in for Roadmap to Retirement. Uh, The radio show and February kicks off uh, the year with incredible numbers, which tells me uh, and tells all of us that the Thrive Army is out there. They are listening, and they are getting educated. Well, that's absolutely fantastic to hear. And you know, Joe, we don't do this show for the ratings purposes, but we know that is that litmus test and that benchmark um, that you know people are hearing and telling their friends and finding a, a lot of value and it's it's so it's great it really is great because we have people who come into the office and um, you know whether they got to our workshop through some other you know whether it was on Facebook or they got a mailer or something like that um, then they hop on the radio show and then they're kind of hooked they love it you know and they said it's so different than the typical infomercial that most 
most advisors and my people in our industry uh, do on the radio Saturdays and Sundays typically. Uh, very refreshing is the comment. Very educational is a comment. So uh, we're really excited to see that the ratings are growing because it's based on that education. Yeah, no doubt about that. And as Brett and I talked, I think it was either last week or uh, or the week before, uh, Brett, and I think you put a number out there on the number of workshops that or that are done. Plans, plans, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and the absolute number of uh, things for sale in all of those workshops, uh, a big fat zero. There's nothing for sale when you come uh, to a workshop. It's just pure education, and that's what I love so much about even being in the chair that I'm in. Yeah, people have commented that they'd like to buy the cookies, but we give them away for <laughs> yeah, free. That's okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. But and again, it's what, we, it's what we love to do. Again, just take uh, what we feel is conventional wisdom to us, and then just sharing it out there with the community. Um, again, just, just, just preaching education and advocacy. Education and advocacy. Let me give the number out for the listening audience, and then I'll come to you, David, to, uh, to set uh, the table. 1-800-516-5861. 1-800-516-5861. That's a good number for you. Uh, if you're new to listening to the broadcast, certainly a good number uh, for you to jot down. Yeah, so, Joe, you know, we've got uh, new locations. I know you're going to mention a couple others. We, uh, we had another fantastic uh, workshop in Mount Laurel, and that is that's a new area for us. And apparently, taxes in retirement, how to be tax efficient during retirement, is obviously a very, very hot topic in that community. It might be that you know we're the first financial organization to that area that's bringing this topic up. So we had, um, you know, it was packed house, lots of great questions, tons and tons of appointments scheduled for that. So we're really looking forward to see those folks, um, you know, coming into our office over in Mount Laurel so we can share some of those ideas with them. I think we got a great show today, too. I know Karen's going to be talking about the five retirement issue couples uh, need to talk about. Uh, as a matter of fact, we were uh, we were watching uh, TV this morning, right? We were? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, you don't remember that? <laughs> no, I'm, j- I'm joking. Well, okay. Well, yeah, but no, but you said, I'm going to talk about this on the radio. And I can't, but it was something about, oh, I know what it was. It was new married couples and what oh. discussions they should have uh, prior to getting married about their finances. So when we've reached retirement, if they haven't had those conversations, yeah, they, they, they might all be yeah, It's going to be a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> so uh, so Karen's going to cover a little bit about that. Brett, what are you going to be covering tonight? I'm going to be talking about qualified charitable distributions and uh, how and why we should be utilizing them with a, just a couple client experiences we've seen over the past week. And yeah, ch- and that's new. And to your point, uh, David, that subject about taxation in retirement in the state of New Jersey is mm-hmm. a fire subject to talk about. That's a, uh, that is one that there needs to be discussion about it for yeah. sure. And you see the reactions, you know, as we're going through these, you know, Brett used the word our conventional wisdom, but it's not conventional in the normal sense of financial planning. Now, it's nothing new. It's just not, um, it's the types of things, and I think why people come to our workshops and the droves that they do is because the typical financial advisor isn't discussing these topics. And these are questions that retirees have. Like, you know, what do I do with my required minimum? I don't need it. What, what can I do to improve the efficiency or the taxability, you know, of my required minimum distribution at age 70 and a half? 
And, you know, Brett in the workshop says, he asked the question, you know, what have we been trained? What have we always heard about when should we start to take money out of our IRA accounts? And Brett, what's the answer that we hear at the workshops? Always 70 and a half. Everybody. Everybody. 70 and a half. Got to delay, delay, wait till 70 and a half. That's when I have to take it. But what we share in our education is that there are many times that it makes tax efficient to take money out prior. They have to know how to do that. You got to know when to do it. You got to be very strategic about the process. And you will see, you know, such a such a degree of surprise that we bring that up. But when you think about it logically, you know, one of the goals that we have is to get people to delay social security as long as they possibly can. Because we want to make sure that we've got the highest guaranteed incomes while they're alive. But also, we have the highest guaranteed income from Social Security locked in after the, spur- the first spouse passes away. So to be able to do that for most people, especially if they don't have a pension, is to delay Social Security. The, the best way we can do that is to start spending money out of some of the other buckets. And sometimes that's non-qualified money. And sometimes, most certainly, it is money coming out of IRAs. And because we do that, we kind of hit like two really positive things. One, we can get money out, let's say from between age 60 to 70, tax efficiently out of the IRA, very low interest, uh, very low tax rate. And then number two, at the same time, we're reducing the principal balance of the IRA. So when it does come time to start taking those required minimum distributions, it's on a lower principal balance, meaning a lower amount has to be distributed, therefore meaning a lower tax bracket. And doing all of this, what we consider maybe conventional, most think unconventional, is we're doing this during a time where we know taxes are low. We don't know what that's going to be in the future, Joe. Good point. Good tip. Stay with us on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. That segment from David is a perfect example of what this show intends to do. Get educated. Uh, Next week, there are two workshops. They're complimentary. Tuesday, the 26th, we'll be at the Upper Dublin Township Building in Fort Washington. And then here's that New Jersey alert, Thursday, March 28th, at the Monroe Library in Williamstown, New Jersey. Uh, Both uh, starting times are at 7 p.m. Call 1-800-516-5861. 1-800-516- 5861. We'll get to our first commercial break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Brett Elam waiting on deck. He'll join us after the break. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Don't forget, coming up after uh, the next uh, break, Karen Bazaar will be along and join us with those five bullet points that married couples should have. We'll get uh, into that. Now I want to turn to uh, Brett Elam real quick, the number for the listening audience again to get registered for one of two upcoming workshops, 1-800-516-5861. On taxes in retirement, a uh, subject, Brett, that you know oh so well. So nice to have you here on a Saturday. Thanks, Krause. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so today I want to turn my attention. I want to speak specifically talking about IRAs. IRAs is probably the biggest area of where this country's net worth is currently living. 
And for all intents and purposes, everybody has an IRA at the end of the day. And what I want to talk about are, are, are some things that, again, we have the, the, the opportunity to see a couple thousand different scenarios on an annual basis and things that we see that pop up all the time. And we also meet a lot of people that are self-prepared when we talk about taxes, Krause. So I want to set the stage. Here's, here's a client that a uh, situation that I see quite often. Um, someone is already over the age of 70 and a half. Um, they could be either married and or joint um, in terms of their tax status. And sometimes it drives us up a wall when we see. Let's, uh, let's take, for example, a married couple coming in and their income that shows up on the tax return after a couple of social security checks, after maybe a pension check or two, and then they have to remember 70 and a half required minimum distributions. Again, conventional wisdom teaches us to delay until then. And their income shows up as $173,000 on their tax return. Which, where if you're a regular listener to the show, what people understand is, is that makes us subject to where we're going to pay a little bit extra what we call our Medicare surcharges. Okay, so Medicare surcharges for a married couple, if you show on your tax return greater than $170,000 of modified adjusted gross income, each of you in the household are going to pay a little bit greater for what health care costs. And again, those married filing jointly, those numbers are at 170000 then 214000 is the next tier. 267,000, 320,000, et cetera. Again, the more we earn that shows up on the tax return will dictate how much we are going to pay for Medicare. Again, Medicare uses something that's called means-based testing. However, what most people don't realize, and this was implemented simply a couple years ago, was this concept that was called a charitable a qualified charitable distribution, otherwise known as a QCD. Now, QCD is eligible for people that are already RMD age, meaning if I'm 68 years old, you cannot yet take advantage of a qualified charitable distribution. You must be of age of 70 and a half. And what that means is the following, and Krause, we've talked about it over the show. Um, these are things that we talk about during our workshops as well, about how standard deductions have gone up so much over the past uh, couple years since the last regime change. And one of the things that we talk about during the workshops and we talk about when people come in as part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is we see a lot of people are giving monies to charities still. Now, as people were starting to see their 2018, 2019 tax returns, again, we're not going to see their 19s, obviously, till next year. But again, as we're seeing their 2018s right now, more and more people are not itemizing anymore. So it doesn't look like necessarily that we're seeing them given to charities as often. Again, estimates are only 6% of filers are going to be itemizing moving forward as opposed to 30% in 2017. Because of standard deduction, Married filing joint couple has now moved to $27,000 if both of us in the household are greater than the age of 65. What it means is a lot of people who were giving money to charities previously are no longer really seeing the tax benefits of that. But what we share with people is that once they achieve the age of 70 and a half, the IRS has allowed for you to donate. Here we go. This popular benefit allows retirees 70 and a half or older to donate IRA assets up to $100,000 directly to one or more charities and have the donations count towards, and this is what's important, count towards their required annual payout. So let me go back to that example, Krause. Take, take us through that in pieces. Yeah. So we got a uh, husband and wife, 
joint tax return, $173,000 on the tax return. And here's the problem. Most people are that we meet, a lot of them are, are self-prepared uh, from a tax return. So I know TurboTax doesn't do this. Or even when you're working with an accountant, they're not necessarily just plugging in the numbers, if you will. And they're like, oh, we're not necessarily itemizing anymore. What we share with people is you can actually call up Vanguard, Fidelity, TD, whoever the case may be, whoever has your IRA, you need to give them a little bit of information. What's the name of the charity? Who's the person who's acting on behalf of it? And then an address of where that check needs to be sent to. And again, it obviously needs to be a real 501c3, which is a nonprofit. So let's just say, for example, Krause, I need to take out $40,000 between the two of us from our, from our IRAs, our required minimum distribution this year. And let's just say normally we give between the two of us, let's say $15,000 of our income going towards charities to nonprofits, if you will. What I'm sharing with you and how this qualified charitable distribution works is that instead of itemizing those distributions like we've done in the past, is now that we're going to take advantage of something called a qualified charitable distribution. So on the first page of the tax return, instead of showing $40,000 as that IRA distribution, it's now only going to show $25,000 of IRA distributions. It'll show the 40, but only 25 of it will be taxed because that other $15,000 is what we call that QCD. So now what that means is the domino effect is that I gave money just like I've always done, except now writing in a, instead of writing a check, I'm telling my IRA company to send that check directly to the charity. What the bottom result of, of, of it is, is the following. I'm still getting my standard deduction, which is now $27,000. In 2017, it was only 15200 So it's almost doubled, just shy of doubled. And I'm also still getting that tax benefit of giving to a charity like I was before. The difference is I'm now doing it a little bit differently in the form of a qualified charitable distribution where I've taken that $15,000. Again, my normal RMD, let's say, is forty, But now I've given 15000 directly from my IRA. So now my taxable income on my tax return is now $15,000 less where instead of $173,000 of income on the tax return I'm paying taxes for, I'm paying taxes on, I'm now only showing $158,000. And how I started this all off was we spoke about Medicare surcharges using means-based testing, meaning they look at on the tax return of what that income is will dictate how much you're going to pay for Medicare. Now, all of a sudden, we fell under the threshold of $170,000. Again, understanding the conventional wisdom, the conventional way of doing things, that there may be better, more effective ways to do things. And that's what we do every day, Krause. We meet these thousands of people that come in as part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, whether they meet us, um, as David said, through through Facebook. Maybe they've received a mail or maybe they visited our website. Maybe they're hearing us today on the radio. And they just say, that sounds like me. I need to get myself. And, that, and that's what we pride ourselves on, these complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review sessions. This example changed nothing about what the couple was doing except to change the entire Just how process. they did it. Just, just how, how, they did they, it. how they did it. And that's exactly what. And but just that simple solution right there saved them 1000 bucks, Just by simply changing where the check came from. Where did that money be? Where was that money saved from? Now, all of a sudden, they weren't being charged those Medicare surcharges, not only for Mr., but Mrs. as well. Again, for both people, part of that couple. Both people, part of that couple, are no longer experiencing those surcharges. And again, the more money we make, the more devastating 
those surcharges are. That becomes a big deal. That becomes a big deal about trying to figure out, again, putting all those different puzzle pieces together, tax efficiency and healthcare. That's what we spoke about right there is putting those two together to make sure that we're not paying any more than what we need to. These are items that we talk through people about during that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Here's another one, Krause. Life's good. Let's say I maybe need $6,000 a month to live on. And let's say between my pension and Social Security and maybe my IRA distributions, maybe we show $130,000 of income. So we're more than making up that income that shows up on the tax return for the, in- for the expenses that I need. There's sometimes we'll look at p- people too, Krause, where they're, they're strong. They're right there in that 22% tax bracket, and they're going to be there forever. But what we need to remember with IRAs, we're like, oh, I have this. There's no big deal. Number one is every year we get older, we have to pull out more and more and more. In addition to that, there's only two inevitables in life, death and taxes. We need to also think about that domino effect of what happens when the first one of us passes away, that our spouse is going to have to continue at that same percentage that they have to take out. Well, there's a lot of times, too, Krause, that we'll recommend to somebody, hey, if you're only at $130,000, let us go pull out another thirty or 35% or thirty or $35,000 out of your IRA, and maybe we do that partial Roth conversion there, or maybe we just put the money in your savings account, taking you right up against that next Medicare surcharge limit. Do not be charged anything extra for healthcare. But what we're doing, as David spoke about during, uh, as he kicked things off, we're driving down that principle in that IRA so that each year as we get older and we have to take out a greater percentage year over year over year, is that we've been as proactive as we can be. We've been as tax efficient as we can be. Is that when the inevitable happens, first one of us passes away. Or as I get older, I gotta pull out a greater percentage out of my IRA is that we're doing everything in our power to remain as tax efficient and as healthcare efficient for as long as possible. Great stuff, uh, Brett. Terrific segment. If you want to go back after the broadcast or at any time uh, in the future to re-listen to uh, this show or any show, uh, do tune in to the podcast for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Also go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Great job, Brett. uh, Terrific example. Uh, And a really phenomenal example about what this show uh, is all about. We'll get to a commercial break. Uh, 1-800-516-5861. 1-800-516-5861. The number to call if you want to get registered for one of two workshops next week. After the break, Karen Bazaar is with us back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much to everyone around the Delaware Valley, tuning in uh, every Saturday morning on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Tuesday, the 26th of March, Upper Dublin Township Building in Fort Washington. Thursday, the 28th, attention everybody in South Jersey, Monroe Library on Marsha Avenue in Williamstown, New Jersey. Call 1-800-516-5861. Get yourself registered for one of two next week. And if they uh, don't work for your schedule, uh, there are plenty more workshops already scheduled uh, looking ahead. Uh, And as we start to zero in on what is going to be the end of March... Uh, April 15th is just around the corner. Uh, yes, tax day is. coming on a Monday and uh, on a Monday this year, and that's happening soon. Hello, Karen. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm this doing very well. Thank you. Good. 
Um, so, like David said, we um, I was watching TV the other morning, and, and uh, it, it dawned on me, definitely couples need to, before they get married, right, discuss finance. It's, a, it, it's an important issue in marriage. Not that we ever had any um, arguments over finance, ever. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Dave gave up looking at the American Express credit card bill every month. He doesn't even want to know what's on there. He's got two daughters that, you know, they need things. What you don't know can't hurt you. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't got my card yet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you, you only have one daughter, so not as much uh, stress with that, I don't think. But the two boys might not shop as much. Yeah. Um, but it got me thinking, uh, you know, when we have the pleasure of meeting with couples for the first time, um, one question that we ask them is, um, when do you want to retire? And it's really funny. We get so many, I get different answers uh, from each of them, right? That the spouse will say now. And the husband's like, I'm never retiring. So it runs the gamut. So just as you focus on retirement as a goal financially, psychologically, or emotionally, you need to have a, a goal. What are you going to do <laughs> once you're retired, right? Are we going to travel? Are we going to uh, volunteer? What are we going to do? But one important thing to understand is what age do you want to retire? And there's many reasons uh, for that. Um, it's just it's just really funny. I have so many different types of so many different types of responses to uh, retiring for for couples. But um, one, I know I'm one of them. I say I'm never going to retire. I'm never going to retire. And so. that's that's okay. And you can not retire, but just remember, just make sure you have a financial advisor that gives you good advice. Because I don't know if your wife's younger than you. Well, but, we're about, but we're, there's but, situations, tax situations that come up. Yeah, and we're about the same age. Now we have, my wife's gone through um, some health challenges earlier, um, which has forced us to, re to think now about when she's going to retire. Um, we don't know what, we don't know. We don't know the mm -hmm. uncertainty about what's, uh, about what's, that, that what's out there. Right. But it's a perfect example to what you're saying. Right. So, um I'm just going to read a line here. It says, couples often assume they will retire together, yet the majority of couples, this was a study done, uh, don't, according to an article. And it says, moreover, the couples more likely to retire together were those with a large age gap, just like David and I. And uh, <laughs> I had to marry an older woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, but it is a situation that can that can complicate retirement. Um, so, and what do we mean by that? Well, a couple of things. Well, first of all, I have a quick question. If we retire, since we work together now, does that mean we don't spend as much time with each other in retirement? I think that would be a good retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your retirement goals? Maybe we Separate should vacations. <laughs> should we sit down? That's a whole new work. That's ah, a whole different workshop. I'm looking at hobbies that I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now I'm going off the topic. But um, So, uh, one area where we see... I'm pin down a few, but one area where we see this situation come up is when the gentleman is, let's say, 10 years older and his wife's younger, and he's ready to retire at 65 or 66 or 67. If she's 10 years younger and she is not working, what happens with her health care? Because she's not Medicare- uh, she's not Medicare age. So that is a big concern for people. So that's something that people 
two things happen. They don't think about it until it gets too late and they don't really plan for it. Or we have couples that come in um, and then the the husband's like, I, I got to work. I have to keep working until age 70. And we said, well, what if we come up with a plan and you don't have to keep working to age 70? Will that work for you? So that's something to think about in retirement. It's one of the biggest things, Joe, that people think is what prevents them from retiring. Because they don't understand that there is opportunity outside of COBRA insurance mm-hmm. that they can structure things and get on the public exchange and have a wonderful cheap cost. So once you enlighten them about that, you end up seeing people advance the age to retirement or at least start thinking about it. Right. And they're scared to, not to think outside the box, but when they think of going on the exchange, they think, oh, that's horrible. I've had comments, oh, it's bad insurance and things like that. And I'm like, it's this, it's Aetna, it's Blue Cross, it's all the stuff that you're used to. You just need help navigating it. Guess what? We can help you out with that. Um, another thing to think about is to work or not to work in retirement. So uh, the reason it's important is if your spouse is a lot younger than you, um, and she is continuing to work, or he is, depends on if the roles are reversed, and you, uh, you, know, you start taking Social Security, and it, you, you're going to have to watch your income tax bracket. What's going to happen? Are you old enough that you have to start taking required minimum distributions, and your wife still wants to work? So that's something else to think about. Uh, you know, Outside the box is... If you don't need the money, just do volunteer work. But there's people, couples that come in here um, that they said they're busier now, retired, than they were when they actually had a job. Yeah, and I think the one thing to point out, just from my perspective, as you being the listener, because I consume the show like the listener does, um, is when we reach a point where we're in this zone of conversation, I always stress it, but I think this is a perfect time to stress it. It's okay not to know what we're supposed to do. It's better to start to educate ourselves. I always look at our lives as being very compartmentalized up to this point, or maybe we're st- you're worried about education or educating your children, or you're, right. on the, you're on the back side of the education process mm-hmm. where you can finally see the end of the tuition payments coming. Okay, now what? Right. You know, now I'm in my 50s. Now what do I do? Uh, and I'm, I'm going to live much longer today than, than I thought that I was 20 years ago when I started thinking about this whole thing, um, if I was. So a lot of right. different times and, to begin. And when you're so focused on saving that money for that retirement goal, you're not focused on what am I supposed to do once I get there. Um, so another area to think about is your as you get older is your asset allocation. And we meet people who are self-directed. Sometimes we meet people who are advisors or or they just have everything in a 401k. But asset, asset allocation is important. David might be touching on that in the next subject. But there's uh, so many things going on with the economy right now. There's You definitely need help with that. And it's something that definitely warrants a further discussion with your spouse and with your advisor. And guess what? If you go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you want to come in, and th- these are all areas that we will touch on with you when you come in. Um, Taxes. Again, I just kind of touched on that. If your spouse wants to work, you're not working, but now you have to start taking these required minimum distributions. Um, Then there's the other thing to think about is all your money in qualified accounts or IRAs or what have you. If you pass away, if you're 10, 15 years older, and then your wife gets those assets... And now her tax bracket's different because she's filing single, can cause a whole host of problems. Um, And then long-term health care is another issue that people are really concerned about, that sometimes they don't have it. Guess what? There are ways 
that we can help you. There's hybrid products out there. There's alternative products to long-term health care. So many moving parts. So, And here's the one thing that I would end with as we go into the break. The conversation at the water cooler with your neighbor or with your coworker on their scenario mm-hmm. will not apply. Exactly. Everybody's different. Every individual single couple, couples. single has their own identity um, or their own roadmap uh, to retirement, the radio, which is the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210, uh, WPHT. Thank you so much, Karen. Good stuff. Remember the two workshops, the 26th of March at Upper Dublin Township Building in Fort Washington, the 28th in Williamstown, New Jersey at the Monroe Library, 1-800-516-5861. David Bazaar joins us after the break. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I'm going to suggest to our listening audience uh, that they do or consider doing one more thing. If they go to meetthrivefinancial.com or thrivefinancialservices.com, they can download How to Retire Worry-Free. And, David, I think it is a uh, magnificent... Um, what's the word I'm trying to say? It's a collection of information that is easy to understand, easy to consume, easy to read. It's complimentary, um, and I would suggest that everybody does it. It's good stuff. Yeah, Joe, thanks. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, I want to cover a couple things related to our website because I think it is uh, a website that is very full of good resources for people. Um, and I want to make sure for those of you who are interested in our complimentary ebook, How to Develop a Worry Free Retirement, it's not on the front page of our website. If you go to the top tab, you'll see Featured Media. If you hit the Featured Media, you'll see on that page we have a number of things. We've got a uh, complimentary e copy of our book. Um, we have the Worry-Free Retirement ebook. We have all the podcasts and archives of all the radio shows that are on there. And uh, what's good, our marketing team uh, actually labels those workshops via topic. So, you know, if you're looking for a specific topic, you can go to the search bar there and uh, look that up. And as you know, we cover so many different things. That's our, you know, our biggest challenge is when we get here to the radio station and start to do the pre-work for the show, you know, I sit here, I listen to Brad, I sit here, I listen to Karen, and it's like, I just kind of revisit the week and how many people we saw and how many different things happened during the week that I wish, you know, people could kind of be like a fly on the wall in our office so you can see all these different scenarios that we get the opportunity to work with people on and go from where there may be some frustration or anxiety to a feeling of just complete certainty and confidence. It's really an amazing experience for us, and, uh, and, I, and we always hope that it's of great value to the people. People that we serve. So I think the website's got a lot of good quality information. Another thing that Karen talked about near the end was trying to figure out if you are properly invested in the market. 
right? Um, do you have your asset allocation models set up well enough so that you can kind of weather the storm if the storm presents itself? Because again, you know, a lot of people, when I do these workshops, I ask a couple of questions. One of the questions that I ask, and I've asked this question, no joke, Joe, 300 times, right? Because we've done over 300 workshops. So I ask people, how many of you feel that during your retirement years, now that could be 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, that the financial markets will go through a similar financial crisis as to the one that we saw in 2008, 2009. What percentage of the hands do you think, Joe, that people raise? 100%. It's always unanimous. I mean, you know, you always got the one person sitting in the audience who's maybe didn't use antiperspirant or something. They don't want to raise their arm. You know, who knows what it is. Um, so I asked that question. And it's, you know, again, no matter if I'm in New Jersey, if I'm in Chester County, if I'm in Bucks County, it, it doesn't matter. It's always kind of unanimous. So then I follow up that question with the next one where I ask, I said, now, those of you who raised your hand, what percentage, big or small, do you think people actually do something about it? What do you think there? Big percentage, small percentage? Small. Very small. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Right? So then, you know, I try to keep it light. And, you know, I say, okay, so we know what the definition of insanity is, right? Doing the same thing over and over, not making any changes, you know, but hoping we get different results. Um, A lot of people were concerned. A lot of people didn't feel good. You know, they had that agita feeling uh, in the the 08, 09 period when their, you know, 401ks went down to 201ks. But for most people attending our uh, workshops, as well as probably listening to the show, is that it probably didn't mean a lot. Now, we never want to lose, but at the same time, we probably were not using our money during that period. We probably were working. We probably were making contributions to our 401k or 403b or whatever else it was. So at the end of the day, it actually turned out to be a good thing, right? Because we didn't sell out and we held on to that money. Now, remember, that's during the saving period of our lives, right? When we're savers. Mm -hmm. Now, if people are in retirement and they have to utilize that money, And we do happen to have a similar financial crisis. And and again, there's so many pundits out there that say it won't be as bad. We have some that say it will be as bad. We have some that say it'll be worse. I mean, nobody's got a crystal ball, so we don't know. But why not prepare? Like, why not just prepare for it? And you have to kind of shift the mindset a little bit from a saver's mentality to a spender's mentality. If I have to spend this money, I want to make sure that I'm preserving the capital as much as I can. So long story short with that, Joe, is we have a tool on our website um, that they that our folks can go to, uh, and it, it'll give them access to something called Risk Allies, R-I-S-K-A-L-Y-Z-E. And they can, um, it's, you know, they don't have to put a ton of information in there, but what it'll take them through is a questionnaire. It's a behavioral questionnaire where it really tries to identify what people's real risk tolerance, real risk tolerance. And it's on a scale from one to 100. We get a numeric value because the way most financial advisors do, they give somebody a questionnaire, they answer a couple questions, they get a certain amount of points assigned, add up the points, look for the, you know, the silo of type of investment, whether it's aggressive, it's growth, it's conservative, it's, you know, capital present. But, you know, if you say you're a conservative investor, is that on the high side? Is that on the low side? I don't know. 
and I need to know, mm -hmm. right? So if we give it a numeric value on that scale of 1 to 100, we definitively know where your risk tolerance level is. So people can get that done complimentary. They can go on, and that will get emailed to them, and they'll find out what their risk tolerance number is. If folks want to take it a little further, where they're willing to share their uh, their accounts with us. not We don't need your brokerage account statement number and all that, but we need the investments, the holdings, and the percentages, and the dollar amounts. We can run an analysis through Riskalyze that will put that same numeric value between 1 and 100 on your portfolio based on the underlying holdings, based on the amount that you have invested. And then here's the goal. We want to compare the two numbers. If you have a risk tolerance level of 30, like a lot of our clients do, these are folks who realize that uh, we probably have enough money to retire the way we want. Why should we be risking it? So if they rank themselves at a 30, but their portfolio comes in at a 70, which we see quite often, then we've got a challenge, right? Because things are not lining up correctly. And what that will account for is it's probably now time to start shifting that allocation to a more conservative way of doing things. And instead of when I asked that question, how many people do something about it, we should pretty much have every person's hand go up. So it's a great exercise for people if they go to you know thrivefinancialservices.com, uh, one of the tabs on there, I think under services, you'll see a video on Riskalyze and you'll see a link to Riskalyze and you can get that done. That's terrific stuff. And of course, the goal in that scenario, when you flush out that you're 30% on this side and 70% as part of the other exercise, that immediately should be a indicator. Life's about indicators. That should be one where, as you said, hey, we need to relook. We need to rethink. We need to, we need to plan. Yeah. And the other thing it does is, you know, it's interesting. And you would think that's the typical response, right? So a lot of times what will happen is like, eh, it's okay. Right? We'll get that kind of lackadaisical response. I think it's okay. No big deal. It's been this way all along. That's where working with a fiduciary, working with a good quality financial planner, you can go through that exercise and have a dialogue about it. And maybe, maybe you are right. But what if you're not? Why not hear the other side of the story so that you can make a better evaluation of what is probably better for you? Right. So I always tell that to people. I said, look, if you're going to make a decision, you want some of the facts, you want all the facts. People want all the facts. You want them all. Yeah. You want them all. Right. Because especially with, you know, your retirement, you only get a, you don't get a do over. You think people are afraid of, of having all the facts, Dave? Uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say no. I, I think a lot of times people tend to live by the ostrich theory. You know, stick my head in the sand and hopefully all my problems will go away when I, you know, raise my head back up. I've had people say that to me. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, it's like with health sometimes. I don't go to the doctor because I don't want to know I'm sick. Um, but as a fiduciary, I just really implore people like, come on, find out. It's probably not too late. It's better to find out today and come up with a fix versus finding out when it's too late and there's nothing you can do about it. 
Really great stuff from David Bazaar today, also from Brett Elam and from Karen Bazaar. Uh, one of the shows to put a, a check mark uh, next to if you missed any of the program, if you consumed it all, go back and re listen to it again on the podcast. As David said, all of the uh, shows are identified or are listed on thrivefinancialservices.com under the featured media tab. You can also go there and get registered for the two upcoming workshops. Tuesday the 26th at the Upper Dublin Township Building in Fort Washington. Thursday the 28th at the Monroe Library on Marsha Avenue across the bridge over in New Jersey. Uh, The Monroe Library is in Williamstown, New Jersey. 1-800-516-5861 was the number and is uh, the number for you to always keep stored in your phone. Great stuff today, David. Karen, well done. Brett, nice job on taking everybody through the different uh, segments of our broadcast. That's going to do it for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. As we get ready to say goodbye on this Saturday morning, uh, we salute all of our listeners for tuning in. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in, and we continue to extend an open invitation to you to become a member of the Thrive Army. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.